yeah, happy comic book day, and thank you to Bad Mary for that too sweet playing. Welcome all you four-color funny book aficionados. This is U.S. Comics Cast, Chapter 2, Episode 9, Two Topics, 60 Minutes for the People. I'm John Rivera, the CEO and co-founder of U.S. Comics. And if he is the CEO, that must make me the C-O-O, your <laughs> Long Island Lothario, it's true. the Puerto Rican Reaper himself, Damn the straight. Ayatollah of Podcast Arola, uh, Charlie Rivera. I kept just, it shorter. Just I kept it one shorter. too many. <laughs> it's like, you know, you have to do it like my man Jason Alexander did it on Seinfeld. You, you get your laugh. Well, that's it for me, folks. I'll see you tomorrow. And just if you walk off the podcast, it's fine. I'll finish up. <laughs> we'll be that much stronger for it. Just Charlie, the next 59 bit solo. I love the it. man of a million monikers. <laughs> what is crack a lacking? Uh, you know, man, I, I got to tell you, comic book day is like a holiday. And we're just a couple weeks on the other side of my birthday. Uh, and I'm still, I'm still riding high. I'm just grasping on to this reality Ugh. that vaccines are coming there's a new normal we got movies coming we got tv shows <laughs> you're playing. just grasping on to uh, like anything good like you were an old oh. lady clutching onto the to the heart of the ocean you're like Ugh. i'll tell you all friday and saturday i'm just clutched on to vision's cape i don't care what <laughs> color he is he's red and green he's all he's white like, oh, i'm clutched and dragon i'm like thank you for the happiness but even better man the pandemic had all sorts of weird side effects for everyone's life true but it's just beating the hell out of the postal service being the hell out of amazon but what's really great for me that means some of my favorite people who choose to celebrate me on my birthday, they're just like randomly leaving me gifts on like the stoop. Oh, wow. So like ninja gift giving. Well, again, I like, I, I, you know, you're the same way. I don't know how people are at home, but like this COVID stuff, I just, I don't play with. I'm like, I don't know where you are. Some of my <laughs> friends still like work out in the, so they drop off packages. I Lysol them down. Like right. it's still week two where we didn't know what was going on. But what's really awesome is a, a big shout out to my buddy, Wayne. He left uh, a package in my mailbox the other day. And I said to myself, self, John has thought of a segment for like a thousand weeks in a row that we've I mean, never pulled the trigger on. So if you notice, I got this nice little special setup today. Yeah, yeah. I, I did notice there's a little bit more free, uh, <laughs> free area. I got a nipple cam. That's in nice. case you guys Finally. were curious. So oh. I, my my brother, I want to know, uh, have you ever been to the Circle K? The Circle K, like the store? That's right. Perhaps well, I mean, you've been there in San Dimas, California. Not unless I stumble in un, un, uh, unknowingly. Well, I'm going to bring the Circle K your way because right. we got a brand new segment and we are going to do Third some camera. toy unboxing right here very on nice us comics cast so i do have i am just gonna drop our lovely banner here because it is in the way all right let's get rid of that bad boy <laughs> oh, 
Please stay tuned to, for technical I'll, difficulties. <laughs> I'll go to this one, and we'll go to what I'm calling this week, but it's probably going to change every time we do an unboxing. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. We're going to the Rufus Cam <laughs> nice. because it is time to be excellent to each other. It is traveling through time, so I apologize. But we have fresh off the blocks. I didn't wow. even know these came out. But these are Bill and Ted in action style figures. They're, Very cool. They're completely non-posable. They're just awesome. Again, I'll do all the all the boring unboxing stuff I watch on YouTube. We got the <laughs> classic Wild Stallions logo right there yes, in the middle. Yes. We got beautiful Ted Theodore Logan right there looking all cartoony a weird hybrid it's like a very 2021 version it, of the it looks style. like right it looks like there is an animated series based on the uh the movie for for anyone who's listening to us as opposed to uh catching the video charlie's got the unboxing going on again these are what are like uh pvc-ish yeah I'm uh, actually not uh, would you sure. call them figurines would you call them I personally, just because of I had so many of the Kevin Smith in yes. action figures back in the way, back right. in the day, these will find a place on my shelf alongside gotcha. Jay and Silent Bob. But we have this beautiful artwork in the back. Just they look tremendous. I somehow just missed rocking that out. these even existed. They're clearly in the middle of just a terrible audition. Uh, we do have a small description on the back. It says. Wild Stallions are Bill S. Preston Esquire, Ted Theodore Logan. 700 years in the future, the Wild Stallions' message of be excellent to each other is the, mo <laughs> is the basis of a most bodacious utopian society. But if they flunk high school, that future might never be. So not only are these figures badass, they're vital to the future. Us not paying enough attention to the third installment is why COVID happened. I'm just going to throw that out there. <laughs> you know, but, that's, a, that's a hearty accusation there, buddy. But you know what, man? Toys are great. I I respect inbox collectors. But no, no, Nanette. We don't do that here in uh, in the Charlie portion of the studio. No, you so got to let them open. things breathe. We're going to let them breathe. So I'm not going to be very gentle. This is going to break some people's hearts. I don't, I don't do... All right, nice. right out the For gate. For everybody's sake, I hope that these are never worth anything. Because this <laughs> can be this can be like admissible evidence in a court of law. When Wayne sues you, was like, that wasn't a gift. I was just showing them to you and you weren't <laughs> home. I was just dropped them off. I was hiding them from my wife. <laughs> I'm just gonna go ahead and pull these little Zoinks. tab gimmicks off. This I is unlike any unboxing video that has ever been made charlie is tearing into this package <laughs> like it owes him money like he's angry at it for some reason i i'm like afraid to hear how bad this like plastic sounds on the audio portion but for those <laughs> audio files out there here you go oh, oh. Like a plastic fart oh oh uh, dude i gotta tell you these are like very soft pvc they're like a little rubbery. Oh, but these are friggin' awesome. Which is probably why they survived your bear attack. <laughs> that was this rough is, to watch. This is fantastic. Again, like you said before, very, very cartoon inspired. I was gonna say, so the the I just looked it up. I, I'm nowhere near uh as knowledgeable as you are on the um on the wild stallions, but 
So they had a 1990 animated uh, television series. Yeah, the first season was actually voiced by all the main characters from the film. Really? Yeah, they came back, including our our dear beloved Rufus himself. George uh, Carlin, and, baby. And then since they were doing a live-action show that obviously they didn't want to do, uh, <laughs> they wound up replacing the stars of the film with uh, with the actors who were playing them on the TV show. So the cartoon has a quality dip gotcha, like gotcha. nothing you've ever seen before. I'm so it's almost it. like the... Uh... Like the the Venkman Garfield situation, like it got very meta, where the voice of Garfield voiced uh, uh, Venkman on the the real Ghostbusters, and then as a payback, Bill Murray <laughs> voiced Garfield in the live action movie slash worst mistake of his life. I would career. love to think it was like that's why he did it. Just I mean, knowing him, fueled. either he lost a bet in a softball game that like he was never invited to and just showed up to and started playing or like maybe out of pure spite, you know, drunk night. Wow. Those guitars are sick. These guitars are really, really beautiful. Very cartoony. Versions. Are they now, now as the expert, are they, are they accurate? Uh, I believe they're accurate to the cartoon, which avoided any sort of lawsuits. Gotcha. So this is purely a cartoon yeah. uh, figure. So now what's strange is there is like the arm spin a little bit. Uh -huh. Getting the guitar on is uh is not difficult. It's just not the easiest thing in the world. And then since they're made with that dope rubber, as people are just kind of seeing a blur on the video version, <laughs> it does perfectly hop into their hand though. Yeah, no, that that looks like it's a singular mold. That's that's pretty cool the way those guitars yeah, it's very, fit on them. Very cool. My favorite part about the Bill S. Preston Esquire one is it does come with a little weird accessory of just like a random wrench. Huh. And my favorite What the part hell does he use a wrench for? That's a great question because he's not a Super Mario brother. But on the guitar, which is very like... Neither was John Leguizamo, but that didn't stop him. That's true. The guitar is very like pieced together and junky. Oh. It actually attaches. And that's how he cranks that volume. Gotcha. Crank it up to 11, kid. Doors. Gonna pop out Ted now, so get ready for this sound. Oof. Oh, oh. not as bad. I not mean, as bad. from there. I mean, I gotta tell you, these look how are happy he is. Awesome. Just, he is just ready to play goaltender. <laughs> One of the greatest talkie movies of all time. Hell yeah. Um, what's really dope about these figures at least for me, I don't know if you feel the same way. As much as I love a figure that looks a lot like the actor, uh, Hot Toys probably does it better than anyone. Or McFarlane. Or McFarlane, yeah, especially at the at the less expensive because Hot Toys are like a bajillion dollars a piece. Right, right, right. What's really Diamond cool, Select. Yeah, what's really cool about these specific. figures when they're animated you sometimes get a little bit more of like the vibe of the character. Sure. I yeah. feel like the people that don't know Bill and Ted, all 17 of those know nothings. They'll see these on my desk. They'll see them in my collection and they'll know exactly what the character's about. I really have to remember if we do another unboxing, I need a pair of scissors. Cause these little like preparation. Hey Charles man, I set up like a table hemorrhaging to death halfway through the show. <laughs> I'm good. I'm still good. It's just a little pound to pint of blood, a pound of blood. I almost <laughs> said very excitedly. Again, these these 
expressions are just the best. Yeah, just no, no it, it, it looks like like somebody 3D printed a cartoon. That's yeah. really neat. See, this guitar is like particularly hard to get on. We can just only see the ham hock right now. There it is. <laughs> it's very close. It's like I'm trying to get it over his goofy little. I don't want just out of curiosity. What's the uh, the age range for these toys on the box? Well, has that I'm box even... been so destroyed at this point? I don't even think it says like there's such a such a niche collectible. I feel like they're like an adult bought this. It's probably limited to who can swallow this. In one in one uh, fell swoop. It's a pretty big. That's guitar. the that's the line we're gonna draw on the sand. I mean, I'm still gonna try to like chew on it a little. Yeah, no, for test. sure. See what it tastes is... like. That's that's the ultimate unboxing. All right. So my only criticism of it was that guitar was not easy to get on, and right. then suddenly it like became very easy to get on. But again, so this it's... is you're referring to adult fingers. Maybe it's much easier <laughs> for a child. I don't know if I even have adult. Look at these like weird gorilla yeah they are I have. oh i thought those are your feet <laughs> rude <laughs> rude again i uh <sighs> i love it they come with stands which is always a huge plus for me just very simple for sure yeah uh it's very simple deal. peg you throw that bad boy in very cool yeah, man these are very very neat so you happy you happy with <laughs> very, your i just I 97th just birthday present it's just the best just like again they're just so toyetic if you're checking out the video feed they are just wonderful wonderful little tributes to the film if you love the film if you know of the cartoon again you know that toy line it's so expensive uh right now in the secondhand market these are absolutely because of people awesome. like charlie i'm not going to be totally classless and look up the price but i imagine probably 40 50 bucks i'll do it for the set it's fine <laughs> um worth every penny if you can find them bill and ted is <laughs> worth so hot right every now. penny of wayne's money if you have a friend who will buy them for you <laughs> then tell him you need two sets you need one to keep mint on card yeah wayne's uh, a wayne's a good guy these are just so rad very cool man very cool again very very neat for our first unboxing i think a wild success um i love them now here's my question before True. we before we kind of get into the actual yeah make show it happen because the uh, I think the telephone booth is waiting on us <laughs> with this style this like super super cartoony style yeah what would be like a famous twosome you would want set to beautiful PVC plastic oh in that like you know catching um the, the thing that sticks out to me is like it's such an action uh like like a, a slice of life moment capture for them and it would be grossly inappropriate for uh in terms of subject matter but it would just be dynamite to see like that and uh animated type pose give me the boondock saints in that style how Ooh! how freaking neat would that be that is a good call like a like a back-to-back butt-to-butt shoot them out uh, pretty that neat. would be freaking awesome uh and that's this is where figures like this instantly become a big problem in my life. Because if the creators of this said, like, yeah, we're just going to do different pop culture duos, it's like, I'll take them all. I'll just, <laughs> like, who are we even Who are we even pretending? The idea factory is always open 24-7. So let's start a line of uh, famous duos 
sell them in this uh, specific style. But our our uh, uh, hook is we sell ours as ceramic hollow figurines because they're salt and pepper shakers. Ah! Oh, salt and pepper ink. What's up? I like your style. Thank I like you your much. style. I am bussing my table <laughs> as we speak. Uh, can I show you something from the dessert menu? <laughs> you can Is everything always, to your liking? You can always show me something from the dessert. I'll Very have to cool. say no, but I want to see them, and I want to smell them, and I want you to order them so I could just be like, let me smell your breath. All I just right. linger on that goodbye a little too long. A little? Touche. A lot too long, sir. Touché. All right, kids. So very, very neat with the unboxing. I dig it. I dig it the most. Uh, anybody who has direct questions for the Toy Meister can reach out to Charlie through uh, the U.S. Comics Cast portals. Um, but Charlie, let us know. So what the hell else is going on in life, man? You know, it's 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 going as, as good as possible. Uh, like everyone else, I'm just... At some point, you would think I'd run out of things to watch, but I'm very, very fortunate. <laughs> it's 2021, and everyone knows I'm bored. Um, I will say there are days I need to avoid the internet. Uh, I did uh, just kind of in the background. I threw on that Tom and Jerry movie because it's free on HBO Max. Uh-huh. Again, free. I pay for HBO Max, so it's like sure. it's 15 bucks to watch everything for a month. It's a Tom and Jerry movie, and I just got so annoyed reading people's like bitter reviews hold, there's hold. not enough i gotta pump the i'm mouse. pumping the brakes i'm pumping the brakes because we know it's been well established charlie stopped swiping so this is not leading into your own topic is it no not at all oh, okay okay because not at all I, I hate to just... hurl accusations no it's um, best it's best to keep me on a short leash well, that yeah, is, you know, and, that is and always we, a good idea. We do always want to watch the clock, so I'll just do it myself. Yes. Um, guys, I am grossly, grossly disappointed, not just in you, the listener, you, the viewer, you, the fan, you, the supporter. <laughs> cool, um, clearly, I'm disappointed in Charlie and myself as well, if not more so. Um, we threw out a, um, a call to action to those that would have lined up on this side of the equator. And we said, uh, do X, Y, Z, and you can acquire your beloved U.S. Comics Griffin pin. We'll send it your way. Pack it up. You can put it wherever you want. And then we're, you know, it's a, it's a winner, winner, chicken dinner across the board. And so I do got to say that this week in U.S. Comics, we are pulling back on the reins and taking it back because less than no one wait 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 less than no one went ahead and did it flag on the play on the episode you said there would be a post about it no i said the next post so don't try to redirect oh, on the rail see so. the way i read that was like there would be a post shouting out the instructions yeah no I, i'm pretty i was pretty clear about it but to be even more clear about it, here's here's what we're going to do. So this week in U.S. Comics, we are rescinding our pin offer because if uh, if you listen like Charlie, you don't deserve it. <laughs> if you did not listen to me, you don't want it. So it's either one or B, and uh, neither one are good. So what we're going to do is this. The next menu item up for grabs is going to be a U.S. Comics, also Griffin, because, look, 
when you're on the endangers list, like the Griffin, things hurt your feelings sometimes. So <laughs> we're going to do a U.S. Comics Griffin keychain. Okay, oh. so same exact deal. The next U.S. Com- the next U.S. Comics post, I want you to share it like you stole it. All right, I want you to share it. Uh, tag yourselves, you know, put it out there. Make sure that we're well aware, and we will send you on the wings of a griffin your very own U.S. Comics keychain. And before you ask, Charlie, you are absolutely not allowed to participate as an employee slash co-founder. Jokes of on you! US I Comics. have my old fake IDs from high school, so those I know the what they are. The great one. Also cannot participate. So, they uh, also but that's were going some on. Of your old IDs. <laughs> that was a big... So that 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 is actually pretty exciting. So those are, again, those are on the way in. So guys, call to action: just share the very next post. Share any freaking post of ours at this point. I don't give a damn. Uh, we really want to start getting the name out there even more. So since so much is going on behind the scenes, we w- really want to see it lead places. Uh, so share, share, share. Make sure that you uh, you tag us so we know. And anything within anything that's shared within this window of time between this episode and next, you have earned yourself. No giveaways here. You've earned yourself a U.S. Comics Griffin pin, and that's that. I love it. I'm very excited about it. But I know you're already drinking something, John. We got to start off the right way. Word. We got to start off the way, and there's only one way we start this show. There's just one thing to remember, if nothing else, it's that Han shot first. Knock him back. Salud. Woo! I'm just putting, uh. like, less and less in with the mix. At some uh. point, it's just going to be tequila. And uh, oh, I'm not sure if that's the energy I want to bring it, but my dear brother. What? On this beautiful ninth episode of season two. I'm going to go ahead and start your time when you are ready, you handsome slum bitch. At this point, Charlie, there's nothing left to do but start my clock, son. Bong. Uh, don't we have enough, Charlie? Don't we have enough going on in this world to <laughs> to tweak our nips, to pull our armpit hairs, to annoy the bejesus out of us? Do we really need more and more and more unnecessary caterwauling bullshit? I don't think Holy so. Holy crap. I, I think we're, I think as far as I go, my bullshit tank, full. Just full. You would think so, Charlie. But the second you, much like Chinese food, <laughs> just, to, just when you think you're full, you know, I can maybe squeeze a little bit more. And so this week in the world of my man, Kal-El. Beautiful Superman shirt, by the way. Thank you very much. Uh, It's one of the very few XL t-shirts that I've uh, held on to. uh, You you were able to shrink it down, you studly sumbitch. Not really. But um, So there was a lot. There was a lot going on in the world of our favorite Kryptonian. Yes. And um, some of it, Charlie, was just... uh, Oh, my God. Some of it is... Look, you know, oh, the, no. the people who know me best know that, you know, some every, in spite of what you're listening to, in spite of what you see on the <laughs> screen, nobody is perfect. I am no exception to that rule. I'm not perfect. 
perfect. I I personally I deal with a high blood pressure issue, and Charlie, the amount of nonsense that was coming (laughs) out over this one particular bit of Superman news, it's just I you know I I have to take blood pressure medication, (laughs) and they got me so worked up, bro. They got me so worked up. I just I just. If you're not watching the video right. portion, you just right. have to see what Prop John uses. All right. Okay. I think I'll be. God, I, think I hope it'll be those okay. Mentos. <laughs> <laughs> and he's choking, ladies and gentlemen. If you guys had choking on the bingo card, we have found it. Go ahead. Drink right. some sneak. All right. <laughs> Use code SGT. Uh, I think I'll be okay. I'll be okay. Charlie. Oh, no. The news about Superman, as far as I can tell, was only good freaking news, man. So somebody comes to you and they say, okay, here's this property you love. Yes. Mm-hmm. And um, at best, leave that, buddy. And at best, has been hey hey leave that alone you don't have high blood pressure <laughs> good boy uh, and they say you know what we know this character has been maligned at, at the best you can say yes sir has been maligned in recent uh in in recent outings uh in cinema on the big screen and small screen for that matter and they say uh poof. they say <laughs> we know it's been rough so what we're going to do, we're going to take another swing at the bat. We're not going to let the property collect dust. And we are going to give you a, a, you know, a best-selling, acclaimed author and yes. essayist, a, a National Book Award winner, none other than Ta-Nehisi Coates, the writer of The Water Dancer, Between the World and Me. This is an un deniably awesome writer gifted writer right we're lucky to have him Absolutely. and they're saying this is going to be the dude that's writing your next installment the next chapter in your superman journey Ooh. in your saga Ooh. immediately i was full nips full nips <laughs> ahead right so excited so excited so excited I didn't even get a chance to take my blood pressure medicine from excitement for that <laughs> before the absolute nonsense started coming through. And and it was for one reason only and I hate to say it because we you know we try to keep things light yeah. here and fun and enjoy ourselves. Charlie, it was pure anger because immediately after the <clears throat> uh the the announcement of who this writer the, the writer that we were going to get was uh, it's almost like a little tag, like a little tidbit. Oh, and it, it's probably going to mean, probably going to mean we're going to have a black Superman. And Charlie, you would have thought that they were trying to take the mister off a of potato head or stop printing Dr. Seuss books. When oh, the God. the fire of hatred, the fire of bullshit started raining down. Now, this is supposed to be, look, comic books are supposed to teach us things. I, I, I've said it before. I'll say it again. We're supposed to take something away from it. It's not just pure entertainment. Granted, it's, it's for children. We all yeah. became comic book fans as children. So th- we were supposed to learn these lessons. 
at that at that point. One of the, one of the most um, one of the most tropiest of the lessons that we got was if you take a, a person who is weak and you give them power, you're making a hero. And in the worst case, you're making a super villain, yeah. right? Because those creation stories they 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 have echoes of one another. Absolutely. Except that now with comic books having taken over the media world. These are people who did not have power who now do. They've got power in their money. They've got power in their uh, clicker choices. And we're not making heroes anymore. These are not heroic mentalities out there because you would have thought that they were turning Superman into a fucking Nazi or into something like completely, uh, you know, completely disagreeable. It is, uh, as a Superman fan... I'll just speak for myself. I could not... I'll I'll rephrase. I'll rephrase. I have more of a problem with Superman not wearing red underwear on the outside than if the color of his skin is black. Yep. How stupid are you? It's exhausting when these characters are just fundamentally misunderstood. Do you need a blood pressure pill? I don't. I'm good. Thank All God. Right. I got Knock plenty. wood. Who knows, actually? Because um, I'm about to get in on it. Because, <laughs> again, you talk about certain things need <clears throat> to, by their very nature, need as wide of an audience as they can get. They need all the understanding of the world now. If someone wants to sit and have the conversation or the debate about whether or not Clark Kent being white affects the character. Of course it does. That's fine. Of course it does. It's undeniable. are fine. But to flat out say that something can't work with an ethnic bend you're out of your mind. It's so ignorant. And and here's <clears throat> here's why I really take umbrage with it is because rather than the debate being, well, should there or should there not be a black Superman? First of all, that's not a debate to be had because we have had a black Superman before. Two. So so there's no th- exactly. So there's no point in in like quote unquote having that debate because there's there's precedent for it. We we have content that we can pull from for an adaptation. So that's so if that's your argument, then you're not actually a fan. And what the fuck are you arguing about for anyway? You don't own a Mr. or Mrs. Potato Head. You don't read books, so don't worry about what Dr. Seuss is or not doing, or what books they're printing or not printing. You're just uh, you're just a naysayer. And at worst, at best, you're a naysayer. At worst, you're a racist piece of shit. Yeah, because they yeah. have content for a black superman story now here's <clears throat> if there's any caveat to my to my stance yeah. my angry do high it, blood pressure it, stance it. my only caveat is this <clears throat> and and if ever i have misspoken in the past or been taken incorrectly as far as how i felt about a particular matter it's it's usually because of just wording right mm-hmm. because i would have an issue let me let me be very very clear because this is now uh, film to tape. <laughs> I I would have an issue if we showed up at the cinema and they rolled out a literal Superman reboot, which obviously DC is not in the reboot business at all. They just make movies. They don't yeah. have to be connected. Anyways, 
But if we we sat down for this next iteration of Superman, and it is a black actor, whether it's Michael B. Jordan or whomever, Charlie be filling the cup on that one. You think I got the vapors over Captain Murgatroyd? Um, but if we sat down for that story and they just trotted out a, a regular, typical Superman story like that we, we've been fed continuously for our entire lifetimes, that's when I would have an issue. Because, yeah, if they you know, it. if whether it's it, it, you can't say that Calvin Ellis's experience in life is the same as Clark Kent's or if again, if you if you if it's still Clark Kent. And it just happens to be a black actor. That Clark Kent's experiences in life, unless you're recasting the entire world, and theirs is a much better world than ours is, that doesn't have a history of racism in this country, yeah. that doesn't have a history, the blight of slavery in this country, that it doesn't have uh, people waving the rebel flag now, uh, you know, a, a, a war loser waving around because of their hatred and, and the refusal to let, let go of things. Right. If you say no, he's just he's the same guy. That's bullshit. It is because it's if Superman slash Clark Kent has taught us anything, is that his surroundings inform his character and behavior. So give me and and anytime you have a character that's as old as Superman, whether it's a comic book character, uh, uh you know, just a character in in uh, fiction, whatever the case might be, you do need to make changes in order to tell interesting stories. The other complaint that you hear just as often is like, well, I heard this already. Oh, how many times are we going to see Batman's yeah. uh, parents die or, or, or Spider-Man be created? Well, if we do something different, you complain about that too. So I'm saying this for the record, give me a black Superman story because frankly, on the big screen or small screen, whatever it might be, I haven't seen it, but it has to be different. It has well, to be different. And that's why a, a, a writer of this caliber who can speak to that experience in life is perfect for it. That's there. If that's, and I'm, I'm praying to God that that's what they're doing. It's the perfect uh, individual to do it. And also the big problem right now in 2021 that people keep saying they have with Superman. And specifically when they talk Superman, they're talking about Clark. They're talking about good old Kal-El is that he doesn't work, right? How many times have we heard it? We've heard it a bajillion times. So now you want to take the S and you want to strap it on someone different to tell a different story, like it or hate it. The Supergirl TV show was successful. That's the S on a female character. Now I know that they didn't posit a world where it was Superwoman and not Superman. It wasn't Clark Ina or whatever the <laughs> girl version would be, but nonetheless, they Clark took the, the essentials. Kryptonian, Krypton's blown up, they're right. on Earth, they have powers, they do good. The, the, the building blocks are there now. What do we always, at least me, but I know you not necessarily on the show all the time, but half of my topics on the show have been utter excitement when a visionary or uh, a, a passionate creator gets the reins of something. Of course. There is a writer, this caliber, who wants or is willing to tell a Superman story. I'm going to be hyped about it. That's I'm like that's like if Shakespeare said that he was going to show up and whip out the feather pen and write a sitcom. 
like uh, you know, and I'm not shitting on our own chosen format uh, of of storytelling, but Tanahasi Coates writing a superhero movie is like it's like you got to be kidding me. It's like the Pope baptizing <laughs> you personally in your backyard. But also, John, we're not so so. Let's say the people <clears throat> that are, in my opinion, they're masquerading their opinion with this boring statement of, "Well, we have these great comic book writers." Let them write the movie. Hey, Bozo. That's right. I'm calling you a bozo. Whoa, whoa. They don't strong do words. that in Hollywood. Strong man. In Hollywood, no, to get a film made, there's certain things you need. You need names involved. So if you're positing, and no one said this is going to happen, but that writer with a talent, let's say they did want to use Michael B. Jordan, who does have a contract with Warner Brothers. Right. You're telling a, me. producer. Yeah. You're telling me that those elements aren't going in the right direction we just gave zach's one of the stories i'm happiest about is this stupid snyder cut not because i want to see it but because a creator who had a vision he was passionate about is getting to see it fleshed out do i think justice league in black and white with more emo shit for 24 hours is going to be good no am i excited to see it yes now tell me i can have a great writer potentially a great talent producing and perhaps even starring in it, telling a story I've never seen brought to flesh. And you're going to try to stop me at awkward racism Boulevard to now, be like, well, I, 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 I agree with you. And our, our sentiments uh, are echoes of one another. I, maybe it's from maturity or maybe it's just because I'm the smartest guy I know. Um, but <laughs> most modest. Even, well, you know, modesty is, uh, you know. I also try to check myself, right? And I try to do so. The more animated about something, the more I have to, you know, blood pressure medicine about something, the more I have to sometimes step back and, and look at, you know, don't, don't miss the forest for the trees. Whereas I wasn't just fixated on a specific tree. I had the tree in a bear hug, and I was just pummeling my own head into it, just like it was prom night. So, that's a sexy vision. I've I've had to adjust on the fly because my initial reaction was exactly like yours. I a hundred percent stand by my personal desire to see. Give me a black Superman story. We haven't seen it. Certainly the timing of it is right. And if you want to be uh, uh, kind of a, the commercial practical self, Black Panther showed us a black lead superhero will sell tickets like hotcakes. So right. that always used to be the, well, I'm not racist, but they're not going to pay to see a black superhero lead. They're not going to pay to see a female superhero lead. Like these... These, these voices have just been proven wrong over and over and over recently, which is only a good thing. So my thought was this. In spite of my initial gut reaction that you are stupid and you just must be racist because I've already been able to discount all of the reasons that you've put forward why there should not be a black Superman. 
So if I've established that all of those reasons that you put forward are wrong, then the only thing that's left on the table is your latent or or very obvious racism. Cross my arms, step back, <laughs> pull the headset off my ears. But Charlie, I, I sit here and then I think, well, you maybe there's another, maybe there's another full bottle of pills someplace that I gotta swallow. And and I think it's not a hundred percent, but even if it's a 50-50 split, it's far more than I thought it was going into the fray. And Charlie, what I really think is that a certain group of people, certain mentalities, certain fandoms, they just don't like change at all. That's a good point, too. They just don't like change. We might have been hearing with the same vitriol if um, his cape was a booty cape instead of a floor... Uh, you know, it's to dragging against his heels. Or and, I and bitch every time there's no yellow shield on the cape. I I agree with you. And frankly, if we're gonna if we're gonna be real persnickety about it, the cape should go to his calves, no shorter, no longer. But agreed. Who am I to say? M my point though was proven by looking in the mirror because in that sense, I'm that guy. So yeah. on the same token, while I'm like, yeah, Black Superman story, that is freaking awesome. I'm going to be the first online and Charlie be right behind me. I'm going to take the week off of work and watch it several times. On the same token, coming off of my very acknowledged Smallville hate, why did I hate Smallville? Because it was cheesy, because it was Dawson's Creek. Blah, blah, blah. All of those reasons I had. But ultimately, I'm like... There, it's not canon. It's just not canon. It's yeah. not canon. Now, here comes along a new Lois and Clark, uh, Lois and Superman show. Two-minute warning. And I... Thank you, sir. Wrap it up, B. And I was the first one to be like, fuck that show. <laughs> I'm not going to watch it. Blah, he got blah, kids. Blah. Superman uses comics. And we all know Charlie, it. I'm saying it now loud. Here I am. I love the fucking show. Dude, it welcome is to awesome. my side. It's Welcome awesome. to my side. Let's I love do weird the kid. shit. I love the 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 Superman in a new dynamic. I love the costume. My homeboy's uh he's rocking it. And you know, I'm not the only one that loves it because as we stand after only a single episode, it's already been renewed for a second season. That's Bang. Bang. So give me the Superman TV series that's not that the, these stories have are nowhere to be found in comic books. Give it to me. I'm right there for it. I'll be there every week. Give me Black Superman. I will buy the yellow S version <laughs> T-shirt and wear it proudly. I want to hear those versions of the story. I just want it to be. He cannot have a one-for-one one experience like Clark Kent because it, it simply will not be the case. Matter of fact, a Superman that was born 10 years later doesn't have the same experience as a Superman born 10 years behind. Absolutely. So all yeah. of these things matter. But I am here for my boy Kal-El. I am here for every iteration. I am fan number one. I am all about it. Bang. And, you know, not to, not to cap your segment, this is what we deserve as comic book fans. You should be fighting for a thousand Supermen because then you'll have one. Then one will be yours. Right. Let's get uh, Henry Cavill. Let's get him a sequel to Man of Steel. Sure. Let's get a, a sequel series to Smallville. A limited series, a mini series. Let's do Give it. me a the Superverse. Give me a oh Spider-Man. Give me three Supermen pointing at each other like they were the Arachnid himself.
what a good segment. Thank you, thank you. What a good segment. I'm, I'm not, my toy unpacking was great, but man, anytime I get to talk about Superman and, and to just throw in one uh, microscopic thing, please do not lose what we're saying. We get why some people don't like it. John illustrated it beautifully. Tell us why, though. Tell us in the comment section. Tell us if you're watching the video version on Facebook. Tell us there. You, I yeah, want to hear what you think. Maybe and I, there's I something want I'm not to seeing. tell you why you're wrong. It, it'll be fun for us. It'll be fun yeah, for us. And, it's like a and sport. maybe you'll get a keychain. I, I don't know your life. What I, what I do want to make perfectly clear, though, is these debates, guys, there's not a billion different right answers. There's John and I have the correct answers, even when they're different. And your dumbass is wrong. Yeah, it's true. You're wrong, you at home. But now we'll, we'll let's... even come on your show and tell you why you're wrong. Ha oh, you happily. don't have one. <laughs> and if you start one, I'll help you start one just <laughs> to make sure you know you're wrong. But let's pay some bills. We open the Do show it. with, in my opinion, one of the greatest theme songs ever. Now, the greatest theme song ever, probably Smallville's, because somebody oh. save. You know, I have uh, not but... changed my mind about that trash heap. <laughs> But we have the second greatest theme song at the end of the episode. You're going to hear a brand new song by one of my favorite bands. Luckily, I also know them. Luckily, they also support the show. And that is Bad Mary. You can find them on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, at Bad Mary Band. You can go to their website, buy a t-shirt, buy a CD, buy all sorts of great stuff. BadMary.com. You can throw heaps of digital dollars at them over on Patreon patreon.com forward slash bad mary my favorite part i say it every week but it bears repeating my favorite thing about bad mary is if you have a music streaming service guess what else you have you have their entire discography Word. constantly updating they have monthly new tracks dropping so if you're not already a huge bad mary fan there's room. There's room on yeah, this no, fandom train. Get, get get on get on uh, get on board. And um, I don't I don't know if it's already streaming someplace. Probably is because they're on top of things. But their recent cover of Agatha all along was just mwah, mwah, mwah. they rock out. But um, another kiss. our other sponsor. Uh, you can find him right here on Facebook Gaming. It's Sergeant Finesse. He does two streams a day. Outstanding gaming content. Supporter streams. Uh, giveaways, uh, contests, just don't be a sucker. Check them out today. Throw them a like, a follow. Consider becoming a supporter. If you need to pick me up, do like I do. Follow the white rabbit down to sneakenergy.com. Use code SGT at checkout. If you're looking for some fresh new gear like I'm rocking right now, go oh. ahead and go over to geeksunleashed.com. Use code Sarge at checkout there. Check out his fresh merch there. When Sarge is on deck, you salute. GG son Charlie. Yes. The clock is ready for you, baby. Uh, start my clock. <laughs> so we just talked about this this new step that Warner Brothers is taking with Superman and how great it is. But we just said it. The internet it ran afoul of both my brother and I this week because Stupid internet. There's just a weird rationale out there. And on my private social media, I posted something. I had a very brief conversation with John about it. But I'm talking about the age of criticism. In my opinion, it is D-E-D -D 
dead because there, there already was a Roger Ebert. There's already a angry video game nerd. There's already an angry Joe show, right? The fact is, if you look on YouTube on reviews, the ones that get the most clicks, the ones that get the most eyes on them are widely negative. People love hearing about why the Kong versus Zilla trailer was doo-doo. They love pissing and moaning. And it doesn't even matter when they're wrong. John, two seconds ago, just this episode said when he saw the Superman and Lois trailer, he was like, no thanks. But what did John do? Cause he's a real fan of this geeky crap that we just love. He checked it out. That's your responsibility, right? You want an opinion. You got to earn yourself an opinion. I'll Would be you... honest with you. It's mostly my FOMO. <laughs> I just don't want to be left Could out. Could you People imagine like, season uh, eight? It's the number one show on television. You're like, Pfft. imagine if like weeks and weeks ago, I'm like WandaVision. <laughs> not interested. I don't oh, like God. either. Well, what's very Baby funny. Baby Yoda, hit the bricks. What's really funny is there's some people still holding on to my favorite dumb thing to do. If you're doing this to your internet, please stop. Which is like, I'm one of 1% of people that never watched an episode of what I don't <laughs> give a fuck. Uh, if you've never watched Sopranos, raise your hand. Yeah, be like, oh, Take you're Take that idiots? hand, pick up a knife and plunge it into your chest <laughs> because you have missed what is undeniably one of the greatest shows ever made you maroon you said one of my favorite words on knife deniable oh. and knife because i think <laughs> of pie and pie is delicious <laughs> this diet is only going so so uh. ladies and gentlemen no undeniable there are certain things in life that when you look out to the world and 98% of people all go, yay. You, if you feel like saying nay, I want you to explain yourself in front of the class. Sure. Right? That's what the comment section here on US Comics Cast is all about. Tell me I'm wrong. Let's let's duke it out verbally. I don't think you're right. So ah, put up your dukes. So there's a trailer that dropped a couple weeks ago that I watched a dozen times a cheshire cat like smile of ear to ear i was so damn happy and then for some reason for some idiotic reason i turn to my friends and i send them a link to the video and i expect an exclamation point or a thumbs up that trailer ladies and gentlemen was mortal combat that's right <laughs> Get over here! <laughs> this oh, oh, the continued dancing when the we just walked into a country bar and like the record skip, but Charlie was that one cat at the bar, so like, what what happened to your music, Jib? I like was choking. I didn't even have any heart pills. <laughs> so I was like, Argh. so the Mortal Kombat trailer. I'll distill it to this: there is a scene in it. I'll give two two. If you somehow haven't seen this trailer, I'm going to give away two quick moments. At one point, Sub-Zero grabs Jack's very human arms and freezes those sons of bitches and then breaks them off. That happened in the restricted trailer. He just broke a grown-ass muscular man's arms. He said, you're frozen. You're broken now. Yeah. That's awesome, right? Look at me, look at me, look at me. 
these are my arms now. <laughs> the best part is, John, that is not the best part of the trailer. It's not even the coolest Sub-Zero part. This sumbitch Sub-Zero, who's full heel. There's no good guy Sub-Zero in this trailer. Full, full bad guy in this movie. He might be played by MJF because he's a <sighs> dick. This asshole. Oh, just imagine him with a scarf. Which would make sense because it's chilly. You got to keep your, your the throat. It makes, uh... it makes perfect sense. This some bitch sub zero winds up gutting some fool in like the belly region. This asshole's blood comes out of his body and freezes because fucking cold when you fight sub zero. Because oh. sub zero turns out the bee's knees. This asshole Sub-Zero then snatches some of the ice blood out of the air and stabs this son of a bitch with his own blood. It's like Sub-Zero. COVID, bro. What would he do? <laughs> I realize you showed up to the fight wearing a mask and, uh, you know, good on you for that, for, you know, following the, uh, the restrictions. <laughs> but don't be manhandling the guy's blood, bro. I got to be honest. I would much rather my arms be frozen and shattered off in front of me than him to take some of my own blood and use it as a knife against me. That is the most mortal combat shit I've ever fucking heard. And I love the 90s movie. I'm watching this trailer. Some of it's dumb, but fucking so is Mortal Kombat. Like we don't talk about not dumb shit. <sighs> I now have a Bill S. Preston Esquire and Ted Theodore Logan in action figure just hanging out with Ghostbuster stuff. I don't like shit that makes sense. Mortal Kombat, for those of you, and there was a bunch that somehow managed to hate the trailer. I got a, well, I got a secret, John. What, I got a what, secret. I, I, I don't understand. Mortal Kombat's dumb. What did they... We've had this conversation in different flavors in the past. But I have sincerely read reviews about, well, you know, pick and choose. Like, you, it's a fill in the blank scenario. So, to read a review, Waterworld. What a well, well, no, no. So, so a person is reviewing a, a movie. They're, they're reviewing a, a romantic comedy, and they begin the review uh, with, "I'm not a fan of romantic comedies." <laughs> Why the fuck then? Would I care about your opinion on this particular romantic comedy? Why? Unless that sentence goes on to say, I'm not a fan of romantic comedies, but yeah. then you know what? Then there's a valid reason for that review. But if you don't like romantic comedies, why would I sit there and listen to you prattle on about why you also as well as didn't like this particular romantic comedy yeah, you've told so, me everything i need to know yeah you don't like movies like this i just looking at your stupid picture next to the review told me more about you than any uh thesaurus entry that you could come <laughs> up with so so um, i i am curious though the people that you shared the mortal Kombat trailer with because i had a very uh i had i had the opposite um uh, reaction i saw it i was like this is awesome i can't believe they're they're taking this as serious uh, yes. in terms of the the clearly the money spent. Um, fucking uh, uh, Hiroyuki uh, Sanada is Scorpion, which I'm like, Dude, I love this guy. Like, so I, cool. I'm like, he's like my samurai crush Saturday. 
every Saturday. He's fucking unbelievable. <laughs> so they're it, they, they're walking this extremely tight rope line of like taking something, acknowledging that it is very light fare. Yes. It is earn your quarter to play on the greasy knob at the pizzeria cabinet game um uh, uh like content yeah. taking that and turning it into a movie a second movie now and <laughs> saying like we're going to well you know it, this is the reboot Fair. um so this is but you know what though they also did the the fan movie online that web series which was incredible. which was on on fucking real so Weird well done shit. So, so anybody weird. but anybody who says if if you liked if you didn't like Mortal Kombat ever in your life, I'll I'll tell you now you're not gonna like this trailer, because you know what this trailer was Mortal Kombat. They didn't try to turn it into something else. They didn't skimp on the effects or the 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 actors or anything like that. I I, I who were these people who you sent this lovingly shared the trailer with and they were like, hey Charlie, kicking the balls. You know what the problem is? I never was learned. Was it mom? Was it mom? It was a little bit mom. Um, but I get why she doesn't want to see it. Too violent. I don't. Those boys don't she need to She took it to the first one. That's true. Uh, no, the problem is there are people societally who've decided that the Society. coolest... <laughs> the coolest thing, you get outside and you find your fucking dog. Sorry, I couldn't help it. Uh, I couldn't let that <laughs> yeah, It's a setup. Last. It's a setup. Um... There are people who just love nothing more than never being satisfied. I feel, instead of anger towards these people, I know I seem hot, but what I'm hot under the collar about is how bad I feel for these people. I'm no. not saying you cannot criticize something. Obviously, that's not my point of view. I do a show where all I do is bitch about stuff. The difference is... You do a different show besides this one? The difference is I like to believe that just by virtue of our virtual sets, right? We look into your Fortress of Solitude. We, lo we look into Toy Tokyo a la Long Island here. <laughs> you can see the crap I love in every square foot of this office where I do adult work. <laughs> I pay taxes in this office. But this goofy stuff, it's the stuff I love. I earn the right to tell you what I hate by virtue of telling you what I love. And I'm so much more interested in what people love. And it's like a dead art somehow. Taking the Mortal Kombat trailer and be like, corny. Yes! Yes, Mortal Kombat's corny. What else do you got? What else do you got? I'm not saying you have to like it or like Black Superman or like Tom and Jerry. What I'm saying is know what you're sitting down for. I mentioned it at the top of the show. How the fuck do you bitch about Tom? Are you a child? Because they made that movie for children. Right. So if you're watching it for any other reason than background noise, the way I had it on the other day. Or like if you're watching with your children. Totally. Yeah. What was the last fuck? Did you like the Smurfs movie, asshole? Because if you didn't, I have bad news about Tom and Jerry. <laughs> it's kind of made for fucking an even younger audience because those fuckers got old. I just again this is the question i have for you okay 
has it always been this way? And the internet, since it gave everyone a voice, it's left face-to-face conversations. Because when I think back, pre-Twitter or on the beginning of Twitter, I think about times I sat down with Jay Dowdell, a mutual friend of ours, and we would spend hours talking about all the stuff we loved in inside those four-color funny books. I can't remember pre-internet sitting down and short of someone being like, this food I just ordered is cold. That was the worst criticism I ever heard. I sat through Green Lantern with Ryan Reynolds with a buddy who got premiere tickets. And him and I were like, that wasn't very good, but that one scene was kind of neat. When did it change? Is it this new quasi-anonymous voice? Or am I insane? Has it always been people dying to tell you what they hate? You know what? I, and I, obviously, I'm far from the the expert on the subject because, again, you have to you have to check yourself. I think continuously. It can't be one of those things. Well, I checked myself last Monday. You know, before Arbor Day, and now I'm I should be just fine. You, I think that we continuously need to be. Uh, uh, kind of checking in with our own reflection so that we're when we look around at things, we're not guilty of, of what we profess to be the worst sins that we've seen that particular day. Um, I don't think that that happens very much now. I think that is certainly new. I think that when people settle into their particular role of like, well, I'm snarky person <laughs> or I'm I love everything person or whatever the case might be, any anything in in between that uh, that you know point A and point B, um, I think that has a lot to do with it. We're like that's become their personality. I'm don't like shit guy. I'm gonna tell you why what you love is stupid guy, right? That that's um that's like um some people's business cards as we like to say. But on the same token, I I do also think that it's the immediacy of our opinion now like technology has made it so that if i'm sitting on the toilet and i watch a trailer and i like it or i don't like it i can let about two thousand people know just within my own personal sphere of influence like that before the swirl is finished on the flush two thousand people know how i feel about a particular thing now where the the hubris kicks in it's that at what point during pre or post wipe did I say, hey, John, who gives a fuck what you think about X, Y, or Z, Flush? Did that happen or did that not happen? Now, granted, there are people who are, that's their profession. Their profession is to write reviews. The second that a website sprung up that said you can get professional and amateur reviews here, I personally, I can tell you this, I sat back and thought, why the fuck would I want an amateur review? And my 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 bugaboo is always okay. Have an opinion. You feel like sharing your opinion? Fine. This is a free country. I fully support your right to do so, America. My question to you is this: Why should I care about your opinion? Why is your opinion not valid or not valid? Because I'm either going to agree with it or disagree with it ultimately. Because if I want to see something and it gets a good review or bad review, that, I got news for you, is not going to sway me into either seeing something 
or not seeing something, if I went out of, if I initially said I want to see it or I don't want to see it, I'm a big boy. I know what I want to do and what I don't want to do. My question to you is this. What the fuck is it about you that makes you think I care what you think about X? Solve, yeah. you know, solve for X. Why? Why? It doesn't make any difference. It used to be like, again, in the era of, uh, you know, of, uh, you know, uh, Cisco and Ebert and yeah. whatnot. Um, they had, there was a reason, like we were explained to us, a reason why their opinion held water. Now, a lot of times there's not even a name attached. It's just anonymous little, you know, little snippets yeah. that are attached to reviews above. Uh, the, you know, this has got a rotten, uh, it's got a rotten fucking score. This is meta, Metacritic, this, that, and the other thing. Who the fuck is that for? It's only for the people who are trying to sell that product. Yeah. And look, I don't know if it has an effect or not. Maybe it does. Maybe it doesn't. In Probably it does. It doesn't. Well, we're you know, judging in, stuff based in 2019. On I know that it did because there yeah. were movies that were killed on the vine because of just. Yeah. You know, hate speech, for lack of yeah, a better it's term. Very true. Two minute warning. Uh, no, no, this is your topic, kid. You wrap that shit up. Yeah, you know, it. It just. I think. Hold on, a, let me settle in. <laughs> a long time ago, I think you hit the nail on the head. The only way to properly judge something, if you've seen it, is what is it like. It's better than if it's a romantic comedy, and that's not your thing. Hey, it's better than this. It's worse than that. Right. It's worse than 40-year-old According virgin, to the person, to according to the speaker, my point was always this, and I'm always trying to reinvent the wheel, so I apologize in advance. My point was always this. If you're a critic and you don't have, if you're not a Roger Ebert, right, I don't know who the fuck you are, you I, you line up your criti uh, critique of this particular show, movie, what have you, but immediately next to your name, show me my favorite movie, Movie that I hated. So I know, okay, well, either I line up with this person's opinion yeah. or I disagree with this person's opinion. It's just like if someone eats at a particular restaurant and you say, what's good? And like, I don't eat here. Well, what the, what, why am I asking you? Well, here's another big thing. And, and I, I recommend the world to use it. This is a relatively brand new invention you brought to me, uh, or at least a new way of categorizing everything. And that's what's your Mount Rushmore of X? What's your Mount Rushmore of action movies? Mm -hmm. what, because if you're saying like Predator and Bloodsport, I think you're going to fucking love Mortal Kombat. Sure. If you're saying the first Rocky and the first Creed, well, maybe, you're, maybe your interests are something a little bit more in the head. Maybe the action frames. And it, and it works, Charlie, in reverse. What's the Mount Rushmore of shits you hated? So Absolutely. if you come to me and you say, oh, I hated Rambo, I'm like, all right, good talking to you, buddy. <laughs> I, I, You know, I got to tell you, uh, I absolutely love... Part of the reason I love conversations like this and I love this show is it allows me to take some some weight off my back. It allows me to discard it out into the universe. I personally I cannot wait for Mortal Kombat the moment it's available. Yeah. I'm going to watch it. I'm hopefully going to be able to kind of do a share screen experience with you. All so I want to know is where's Johnny Cage?
Where's Johnny Cage? Well, you know, there's some theories about this new character. That's certainly one of them. I think, I think he's going to be the good guy, Sub-Zero. Sub-Zero's like twin brother that has the dumb scar. I think Homeboy gets that scar. He's like, oh shit, I'm a Sub-Zero too. Good thing this other Sub-Zero's dead. That's my theory. I didn't get to it, but I got to it now. <laughs> I just, I just done did it. My dear, it in there. my dear brother, thank you so much for hopping into your space as the CEO. Just pop them pills, pop them pills, pops. Listen, you jerks want keychains. Who so doesn't want do, a keychain? Share the next post, stupid. You share so any post. We're paying attention. We earn are. a keychain. Earn yourself a keychain. Suck a butt. For my brother, the CEO of U.S. Comics, I, of course, am the COO of U.S. Comics. This is U.S. Comics Cast, and we are available as a podcast anywhere you can hear a podcast. You can also watch our video version on YouTube or right here on Facebook, if that's where you're watching it. If not, right here on YouTube, if that's where you're watching it. It can all be found at U.S. Comics H. Q. Make sure you've bookmarked our website, uscomicshq.com. There's a ton going on in our social media this and every week. Again, US Comics HQ, but there is only one way. My beloved brother wearing the sickest Superman shirt I've done ever seen. There's only one way we end US Comics cast. And my brother, why don't you walk the people through the steps? Really simple. First, you turn the power on. Then you turn the volume up. Then you ooh, tune Bad Mary in. Open up the window wide and scream out into the night sky. Save me, space girl. We out.